I'm Sophia, and welcome to the Well and Worthy Podcast. This podcast is a journey where we will discuss all things mind, body, and soul, and learn how to take care of ourselves in a loving and genuine way. I'm so happy you're here as we dive into what wellness looks like on an individual level, and as we learn how to show up as our authentic and our highest selves. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. How is everybody doing? Are y'all are y'all doing okay? I'm going to be so honest. I just woke up from a really fat nap and I kind of feel like I'm in another dimension right now. I was like, yeah, I'll record. I'll take a quick rest and I'll be ready for the podcast. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm in another alternate universe, um, but it's okay because now I feel more well-rested. I feel like I, I took like a ton of melatonin because I had to be up super early and I I honestly think that it like zonked me. I was having like these weird dreams. I swear to you, I was just having a dream about corn nuts. Like, I don't know if you guys have had corn nuts, but like I was in a grocery store and like I was like, oh my God, I want corn nuts so badly. I was like talking about corn nuts in my dream and then my alarm went off. So that's my headspace right now. Um... I really should go buy some corn nuts right now because now I'm really craving them. They're literally the best ever if you haven't tried them. Not sponsored, just delicious, I swear. Um, (laughs) So on that lovely note, um, today's podcast episode is actually um, about holistic uh, treatment, nutrition, and whatnot, but corn nuts are still good, I promise. Um, But today we're going to be talking about something that I'm super, super passionate about spreading the word about, which is cycle syncing. Um, And this episode is not just useful for women. Um, Send it to your boyfriends, send it to your guy best friends, to your dads, to your friends, to your cousins, whatever, because like men can totally benefit off of understanding women's cycles. This is meant to improve not only your personal life, but your relationships. And if men in your life know all of this stuff, it is also helpful. So this episode, despite being about you know, the menstrual cycle and cycle syncing for women is intended for all genders. So let's jump right in, shall we, and talk about what the heck is cycle syncing and what the heck can it do for you. Um, And cycle syncing, okay, so it essentially is balancing your life through your hormones. And of course, I preface this as I do with everything that I am not a doctor, but I do very in-depth research before giving you guys any facts. Um, Everything I tell you is backed by research. I have for sure found it's not just like, oh, I heard one time. Like I make sure I find a specific article from a reliable source or I source it directly from my doctor or my holistic um, doctor, uh, Eastern medicine practitioner as well. So cycle syncing itself is learning how to live your life in accordance with how your hormones fluctuate. And this is particularly for women. Um, I've said a couple of times, and I don't know if if everybody knows this, um, but men's cycles, so the way that men's hormone cycles operate are 24 hours. So their cycles go up and down and up and down based on the day, right? Like their hormones peak at a certain time, go down at a certain time and repeat the same thing the next day. Um, the average workday is actually typically modeled off of how, whether or not we know it or realize it, off of how men's hormones work. So they typically get like a social peak where they feel, feel most sociable um, around lunch break and they feel lowest in energy right when the workday gets off, um, highest in energy early in the mornings. All of this stuff does not typically apply to women. And the reason that I'm so passionate about cycle syncing is because it 
when done, when done to take care of yourself, can and will change your life. So I am so excited that you guys are here today, as always. Um, the update with me and, you know, cycle syncing and all that stuff, um, I've been doing it for about three months at this point, maybe four. I've been I've been tracking my cycle since about June. Um, and so everything I'm saying is based, yes, off of research, but also on personal experience and all the things that I have experienced from cycle syncing myself. So women's hormonal cycles um, do not operate like men's. Uh, if you bleed, you probably know that our cycles are about 21 to 40 days long. Um, there is more to our cycle than just our um, period. There's more to our cycle than just when we bleed. We have a 21 to 40 day cycle that has different hormones at each part of the cycle. And throughout this cycle, we have different needs, whether it be in our exercise, our nutrition, in our energy levels, in our mood, all of this fluctuates throughout the month. And um, learning how to cycle sync is just learning how to work in tandem with this. So what does it really mean when your hormones fluctuate? What in your life does this affect? So Cleveland Clinic says, you know, your metabolism is affected, your appetite, growth and development, your mood, your stress, your body temperatures. Hormones quite literally can control like the way you think. They control our thought patterns, our emotions. They will control your sex life, your sex drive, your food cravings, the way that your bodies operate entirely, as well as your mind and your mindset altogether. And that is why cycle syncing is so important. The whole concept of cycle syncing as a woman is learning to just live in a a way that honors your natural hormonal cycle. And it helps us not only learn and honor our hormones, but honestly, it allows for us to understand ourselves as women better, to create a lifestyle, you know, that makes us that makes us and lets us feel good and helps us listen to our bodies and, you know, can increase our energy, has increased my energy, and can really just help us tap back into what women, you know, how our bodies work and how women are designed to work rather than the societal expectations that have been created to make women in a function make women function in a way that just really you know does not go um work in tandem with the way that our bodies are designed um when you cycle sync you are more likely to feel more balanced experience less mood swings you know if you are into working out and training this will change your life it makes your workouts more effective you see results um, and it also provides fertility support and knowing the best time to conceive. I know not every woman is there. I personally am far from there right now. <laughs> um, but it also helps you, you know, track pregnancy, track ovulation, all of that good stuff. Um, I'm really passionate about it because here's my little, my little birth control story caveat. Um, I was put on birth control when I was like 15. Like I quite literally just turned 15. And I was told, if you don't want to get pregnant, get on birth control. Oh my gosh, I have such bad acne. Get on birth control. I went to my doctor and they were like, here you go, birth control. Great. And it was great in so many ways and bad in so many others because, you know, the immediate thing given to women and given to young girls, I was literally just 15 by Western medical professionals, at least in my experience, was just immediately get on the pill. The pill was told that it would quote unquote regulate my cycle. But really, all that meant was shutting my cycle off. Getting on the birth control pill tricks your body um, hormonally into thinking that you're pregnant and completely, you know, flattens out the hormonal fluctuations that happen naturally as a woman. Essentially, it turns your inner operating system into something similar to a man's. So while birth control is very helpful, 
to many, many people, and I'm not discrediting it at all, um, but I do think that it is too often used as a band-aid solution for so many things, for women trying to control and get on top of their hormones, for women trying to overcome all of the different symptoms that come with their hormones being out of whack, Um, and women who suffer from PCOS, which is polycystic um, ovary syndrome, a lot more women have issues with fertility in the U.S. now According to the U.S. Census, actually, the gradual decline in overall fertility rates um, has just been continuous. Fertility rates for younger women have fallen substantially recently, and it's kind of terrifying. In 2019, there were only 66 births to every 1,000 women in the age range of 20 to 24, um, which is a 42.79% decline compared to 1990, which I think is kind of crazy. And, you know, it's a heavily debated topic as to why. There's a lot more research emerging, linking it to the processed foods we're eating and chemicals and all that stuff being linked to infertility. Um, But that's an episode for another time. Uh, There are growing levels of PCOS, which according to the Institute for Women's Health is the leading cause of infertility. So PCOS is often treated with birth control. um, And the cause of PCOS is actually unknown, but a lot of research is emerging that shows it may be linked to environmental toxins, um, stuff that I'll talk about later that triggers hormonal imbalances. Um, But I just wanted to give the background regarding why cycle syncing is so important. That's just the little background story. In this episode, we are going to talk all about how to cycle sync. We are going to break it down into steps. We're going to learn about every single cycle or every single phase of your cycle and how to treat it correctly. Um, But, you know, none of that is good, like I always say, without a backstory and understanding um, why. Mostly because cycle syncing helps us get in touch with our bodies and provides us a way to really, you know, honor and take control of our hormones in a way that is natural and in a way that is not trying to medically turn it into a man's cycle in order to regulate it. We do not need to eradicate the female hormonal cycle in order to make it something that we can live with, in order to make it something beautiful and something that um, we can tolerate. Because right now, uh, we live in a world that quite literally is just like telling us to fight the way that our bodies naturally work. And if you felt like this, you were literally not alone. So many women have struggled with dealing with hormonal issues and all of the side effects that come with that, all of the all of the PMS symptoms, all of the relationship issues, all of the mood swings, all of the insecurities, the body image issues, the exercise issues, you name it. It goes and affects our lives directly. And we live in a world that is told that tells us every single day, "Mm, too bad, you're in a period, you're bleeding out of your cooch and you kind of want to off yourself, not to be too direct, but um, there have been days where I feel like that, too bad, you have to get up and go to work. You know, that's the world we live in and cycle syncing is a way of fighting that and learning how to master your own life, which I think is something really, really valuable. Um, So I kind of just want to talk about, you know, while everyone can benefit from cycle syncing, there are specifically certain groups who may benefit the most. Um, So if any of this applies to you, you may specifically um, benefit from this the most. If you have PCOS, are overweight, are trying to um, control your weight, are dealing with chronic fatigue, if you have low libido, or if you want to conceive or avoid conceiving, (laughs) then cycle syncing will help you. And, you know, I read an article with a really good point that said, we literally don't leave our houses without, you know, in the winter without checking the weather. Do I need a coat? Um, Do I need an umbrella? So why do we live blindly without monitoring the flow of our hormones, without knowing what's going on with our internal weather? And 
I think that that's really interesting because our hormonal phases, they honestly kind of mimic the flow, the ebb and flow of the seasons. We have four menstrual um, four menstrual, I keep wanting to say menstrual cycles. I swear to God, it's not true. We have four menstrual phases within our cycle. Each one operates kind of like a season. And I think that that is really beautiful. Um, and cycle thinking, we will learn about the four different phases of the cycle, what each one does with our body normally within our body and the different things our body needs in order to thrive during each of those phases. And so let's jump into each phase of the cycle. And I really encourage you either take a couple little notes or mental notes to remember or save this episode to come back for when you go to each stage of your cycle. These are really great resources. Um, I kind of collected them in a way that um, hopefully should uh, communicate it well and so that you guys can save this and it can help help you in your own life, regulate your hormones and take over, take over and take control of your life. So phase one is uh, the follicular phase, or at least I count phase one as the follicular phase. Um, the follicular phase is the phase right after your period ends. So I count it as square one. Um, according to Cleveland Clinic, your follicular phase is the longest phase of your cycle. It's usually about 14 to 21 days long. And like I said, it starts right after your period ends. I like to think of each phase, like I said, as one of the seasons. So this is the beautiful element of combining spirituality with the natural rhythms of our body to the rhythms of nature. I think it's a really beautiful thing to do. Um, so I really like to see the beauty and the links between the seasons, which operate the same way as women, as well as the cycle of the moon, which happens to be the exact length of a woman's monthly cycle, which that's kind of cool, right? Um, anyway, but that's a little bit off track. Um, scientifically speaking, this follicular phase is the phase where your ovaries um, are maturing an egg, so you're beginning to plant the seed, so to speak. Um, the follicular phase is kind of like your internal spring. You're planting the seed, everything is fresh and new, and this is also where your hormones sit as well. Um, estrogen and progesterone are slowly on the rise, so they're building in your system, and those two, estrogen and progesterone, you're going to hear those a lot. Those are the stars of the show. Those are the hormones that we refer to that really regulate your cycle. Now, what does this mean for your mood? Um, in your follicular phase, typically this leads to sharpened focus, um, good decision making, and good memory skills. It's a really good time to like apply for jobs, take that interview, apply to whatever, you know, graduate programs, dig into business plans you've been putting off. It's a really great time. Think of it like spring cleaning, start new projects, um, perfect time, or like to like start something new to perfect your skills best to tap into your creative energy, essentially. So this is a really creative time um, for yourself. At this time, estrogen usually reaches its peak. So it brings a calm and optimistic headspace. A higher level of testosterone, especially toward the end of the phase, enhances energy, confidence, and motivation. So all of these phases are a little bit like slopes. You know, they're not stagnant throughout the entire um, phase. The follicular phase is a steady climb of estrogen and progesterone. So your energy will probably slowly rise. It's probably at its lowest when you're exiting your period and is slowly on the climb leading up to ovulation. During this follicular phase, you're typically more motivated. Um, and, you know, it's just a really great time to start new things. You're going to feel real creative and wanting to put yourself out there. Um, and nutritionally speaking, um, it's important because food is medicine. So if we view food as medicine, when you're getting the nutrients you need from the food you're eating, 
your body will be much more balanced. You're going to see results when it comes to, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to tone up, like all of that stuff, your body responds so much better when it's getting the nutrients it needs. Um, This, you know, particular phase needs food that will metabolize estrogen, um, such as carrots, focus on a lot of sprouted and fermented foods like broccoli sprouts kimchi sauerkraut if you do um if you do dairy you can do yogurt or you can do a yogurt alternative if you don't do dairy and eating according to your cycles will make it so you're less likely to face severe pms symptoms later in the cycle and also more likely to have more energy and feel more in tune with your body exercise wise um I like to know how to design my workouts with my cycle. It has worked wonders, guys. I highly recommend trying it. Um, I know that we constantly want to go, go, go and like lift all the time if you're trying to bulk up or like um, run all the time if you're a runner, like all that stuff is super important. But learning how the female body is designed to move at different times of your cycle is insane. Once I started doing that, my body started responding so much better to my workouts, you guys. Like I, I respond so much better. I actually want to do it. I start to crave those different type of workouts during that time and actually see the results in my body a lot better. Um, during the follicular phase, research has found that strength training, according to, to Clue, research has found that strength training during the follicular phase resulted in higher increases in muscle strength compared to training later in your luteal phase. So I plan my workouts around this time to mostly be strength training. I also have noticed my body really does want that more. It has a lot more energy during this time for strength training. I recommend personally, um, like I said, strength training and also trying out new workout classes to tap into creativity. I love to try new stuff if you're into like pole dancing it's actually really fun guys go try pole dancing if you have not tried pole dancing you are sleeping on it literally go try it's so fun um same with i i teach spin classes so like i first actually started spin when i was in my follicular phase and it like lit me up inside it's a great time to tap into that creativity in terms of your workouts as well so season slash um phase number two your ovulatory phase Now, your ovulatory phase is the summer season of your internal seasons. Uh, It happens when the ovary releases the egg around day 14 before your next period starts. So ovulation itself is only one day long. It is just your body releasing the egg, but it has typically like a three to five day effect. And this varies between women. So for me, you know, before ovulation, I typically have the most energy and it peaks at ovulation and then typically like will slowly go down from there it varies from woman to woman so what i like to really emphasize you guys it's so important track your cycle every single day before you go to bed just one little thing when you're checking your phone and you're setting your alarm just use an app there's lots of different apps out there Um, make sure to do your research on which one is best for you i use ovia fertility um just because I really like the different um, like elements that it has for you to fill out in there. But you track just your ovulation. You can track um, the food you ate, the sleep you got, how you're feeling, your body symptoms, all that stuff. And over time, you start to see trends of how your body is acting during each phase, how your energy levels typically look when you're when you're your pissiest and when you're at your hottest. Like It just depends for every single woman. No woman is the same. So for me, that's what ovulation really looks like. Um, Ovulation is between days 12 to 17 of your cycle. Like I said, varies from woman to woman. 
during this phase, you'll still have high levels of estrogen from the follicular phase. Um, your mood, <laughs> guys, you're going to be super horny right now, okay? That's all I'm saying. Like, this is when you, this is your like, okay, let's get it on type of mood. It's also, you're going to be really social. It's great for making connections. You're really confident. According to Healthline, actually, because your estrogen peaks, um, you may even notice like estrogen-driven clear skin and more symmetrical features in your face that may make, make you feel more attractive and more sexy, uh, especially to yourself and to other people. Um, studies even show that you have a keener ability for recognizing facial expressions and more empathy as a result during your ovulatory phase, which is so interesting, aka go out, reconnect, be bold and make a new friend, be social, make those connections. This is your excuse to go clubbing, um, less acne and more regulation of oil production around this time. Also, your pheromones are sharing that you're fertile. So like if you're walking around and you're ovulating, not only will your will your skin be glowing, but people around you will like, especially men, will be able to subconsciously smell that you're ovulating. Terrifying, right? But kind of cool um, because your pheromones are giving that off. Exercise-wise, um, high intensity is still really good. I get the most energy when I try new cardio workouts, kickboxing, spin, etc. I personally recommend um, if you're going to do HIIT workouts, like high-intensity interval training. So if you're combining like strength training with um, cardio, this is the best time to do it, at least for me. These are my recommendations while you're getting into it and tracking what your body wants. Um, food and nutrition-wise, according to Flow Living Experts, eating cruciferous veggies during this time helps flush excess estrogen from your body. This is super important because excess estrogen later in your cycle is what causes um, PMS symptoms. So prioritize fiber um, from whole foods during this time, which also helps excess hormones move toward the exit, so to speak, um, and key micronutrients uh, that help flush out estrogen are also important. Um, during this this time, any, any supplement you can find that helps with estrogen and with your metabolism is usually really good. I also really like to take like omega-3s every day because they've helped me with inflammation, um, which can help a lot. Uh, but yeah, cruciferous veggies. I also love to make like a carrot salad, big fat carrot salad during this time with some lemon juice delicious and also just helps flush out that estrogen. Um, also, according to Chinese medicine, your ovulatory phase is considered um, a hot season, which weird because it's your internal summer. It's all kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, taking lots of cold drinks and giving yourself, you know, that's the time to have shakes and smoothies. That's the time to consume things that are cold and keep your inner core um, cooler. So, the next uh, phase of your cycle is the luteal phase. This is your autumn internal season. The luteal phase is 10 to 14 days long. It is between ovulation and your period. So it's after you ovulate, right before your period. What's happening in your body? Estrogen levels continue to be on the rise um, and progesterone levels start to rise as well. Toward the end of the luteal phase, estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone peak and then immediately just drop. They plummet. They hit their lowest levels right before your period. And PMS, like I said, is caused by too much estrogen in the body relative to progesterone during this time. I know it's a lot of fancy hormone words, but basically flush out that estrogen as much as you can. Eat those cruciferous veggies and get lots of fiber. Um, your metabolism also speeds up during your luteal phase, meaning that you're going to have a lot more food cravings and your appetite will probably go up. What this means for your mood. So hormone levels during this phase, basically, it's, this is also like a crazy concept. Um, 
they prime your brain to be good at focusing on details and wrapping up projects. So toward the end of this phase, as your hormone levels plummet, you probably also will have less energy and feel more inclined to focus inward and, you know, be internally focused rather than on socializing externally. Um, But like I said, the hormone levels prime your brain to be good at wrapping up things and being very detail oriented. So this is a great time to wrap up projects, to put closing remarks on things, um, to kind of just like, yeah, do do some cleaning. I love, I like to clean during my luteal phase. I know that's weird to say, but like just making everything cozy. Think of it like autumn, how you would autumn. You're prepping for the winter season. And that's essentially what you're doing in terms of your work, in terms of your relationships, in terms of your exercise, all of it. Um, for me, I have a gradual decline in energy levels and sometimes mood. It's it's very much a slope. Um, to cycle sync, I let my life reflect this. So to do that, I communicate this with my partner, with my friends. Um, I also try to help um, in my later luteal phase, the PMS symptoms, by taking care of myself during the beginning of my luteal phase. Um, so for me, my PMS symptoms usually hit at the end of my luteal phase, right before my period they usually get pretty bad and um, I expect them to come. So what I'm doing is I make sure to get good nutrition and take care of myself and communicate my needs. Nutrition-wise, here's what you need for your luteal phase. Your metabolism speeds up. Your resting cortisol levels are higher. So you're going to be more stressed out, boo. It's okay. Take it easy. You are going to need to eat like a little more calories daily. Not a lot, but you will have a higher appetite and that is for a reason. Your body wants you to maintain stable blood sugar, which helps balance insulin, a critical hormone that greatly affects, you know, how much PMS you have, which is really interesting. So the more food that, you know, because um, you, how do I phrase this? Because your body wants you to balance insulin, um, it's asking you to eat a little bit more food, which I think is really, really cool. It keeps your blood sugar levels there so that um, you have less bad PMS symptoms. Shout out to our bodies for looking out for us. Also, don't engage in crazy workouts. Um, but I'll, t- I'll talk about that in a second. Um, the PMS you have is sometimes like really in your control, uh, depending on, you know, how much or how little you su- support your infradian rhythm during this phase. If you emphasize cruciferous vegetables, pretty much this whole phase, if you haven't noticed, um, but during this phase as well, add in some complex carbohydrates during the luteal phase. So that's like sweet potatoes, um, and also a lot of protein. It helps maintain that blood sugar and also helps um, maintain muscle if you're a trainer or do the gym. When you're not lifting as much, um, you also are going to try to want to maintain muscle, right? But your body naturally is not as strong during your luteal phase. It has trouble maintaining um, and also gaining strength during your luteal phase. So it's important to get that protein in, um, not only for strength, but also for blood sugar to help alleviate PMS. And like I said, picture it like preparing for winter. You know, this is when your body needs the TLC. And on a side note, this is also during your luteal phase, this is also when your body needs the most support. So this is the time to avoid caffeine, avoid excess sugar, avoid things that put your body in a high stress situation, um, avoid excess alcohol, indulging, stuff like that. That will all make your PMS symptoms worse in the future. So it's best to be eating um, in a way that maintains a healthy blood sugar level um, that doesn't peak too much or decline too much during your luteal phase. The best times to indulge in that kind of stuff are your ovulatory and follicular phases earlier in the cycle. 
Supplement-wise, chromium, chromium and cinnamon have been found to help with blood sugar levels, so those are great. Exercise for your luteal phase. So according to Sweat, um, a 2003 review of research by the University of Sydney in Australia, it was published in Sports Medicine, and it suggested that for women doing endurance training, the mid-luteal phase is associated with increased cardiovascular strain and decreased time to exhaustion in hot conditions. So most likely due to an increase in the body temperature at this part of the cycle. Um, it's really, really interesting. Studies have proven how women have a harder time exercising harder, um, especially toward the end of their luteal phase. Again, like I say, when tracking your cycle, listen to your body. Everything that you need is going to come from the advice your body is giving you. You should not be forcing your body to be doing things that it does not want to be doing. That is not what health looks like. But we talked about that in the last podcast episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to what it means to actually be healthy. Um, but we are called to really ask our bodies what they need. And it's really interesting to see how our bodies are not asking us to work out hard during the luteal phase. Um, that's so important. And everyone is different. You know, I have more energy for low impact strength during the beginning of my luteal phase, but like I need rest toward the end. Like sometimes it is hard to drag myself to the gym toward the end of my luteal phase. Um, there are other moments where my body is just like, please move me for the love of God. Like I need to be moved. Um, my personal recommendations for this time, yoga or Pilates are my favorites at this time. So I love a good yoga flow. Depending on my energy, I can do yin or I can do power yoga. Um, go at your own pace. Follow exercises that let you go at your own pace during this time. So, you know, I don't like to do a lot of workout classes during this time. I usually like to take myself to the gym. Um, low impact cardio is also great. So like long walks, maybe elliptical machine, um, stuff like that. Um, so extra tips, progesterone drops right before your period and estrogen dominance, like I've said, causes PMS. This is where it's most important to be nice to yourself, guys. No pushing it here. Okay. This has made the biggest change in my life. We are not men. Women are not men. And this part for me is personally the most important, um, to be gentle with myself because cycle syncing is asking us to take a step out of all of the expectations and instead reflect in what are our bodies asking what do we need how do we take control of our lives and not you know feel this constant need to present and to perform as men because we are not men we are not men women are not men they are we are not meant to perform like men our biology is different and that is a beautiful thing it comes with these natural um reflective inner periods to let us look at ourselves and let us change the world through the inner reflection and the healing that we do and that we share. It's just really beautiful. And when it comes to, you know, training and eating and all that stuff during your luteal phase, um, let yourself rest. Let yourself rest. The body is made for movement. That's what I always say. Our bodies are made to move. But this means that you have to listen to the kind of movement that it wants. You know, if your body just wants a little walk that day, if it just wants a little stretch, that's what it wants. That's what you need. You need rest. So listen to it because it is going to help you in the long run. You will see your energy skyrocket in a couple of weeks when you gave your body the rest it needed during that week. Um, and finally, um, phase number four, season number four, the menstrual phase, the, the winter season, the internal winter season. Here we are, the period, the thing that everyone knows. Progesterone levels decline. Your uterus sheds the thick lining that's built up in the luteal phase. 
estrogen hits its lowest point just before you bleed and what is happening in your brain. So this is actually so interesting. The left, the analytical and right feeling hemispheres of your brain communicate the most during this time, according to Healthline, which means it's a great time to integrate how you feel about situations in your life and make decisions about how to proceed. This is great to internally reflect what's going on. How do you feel about it? How far have you come? Where are you? Um, And this is an ideal time to reflect and to journal and all of that stuff. Your mood is different for everybody, obviously, but (laughs) there was this funny quote I said to my boyfriend one time when I was on my period. I was like, it was like at the end of my luteal phase. And I was like, I just want to be a golf ball and fit in your hand. <laughs> so like that, that is how I was. I was in a pile of blankets and that is what I said. And that is the best way to describe my mood during <laughs> my period. Um, it's curl up time. It's cozy time. Don't start new projects. This is your internal reflective time. Watch movies, take breaks, um, do things slow, slow living during this time, hot baths, um, inner healing is fabulous during this time um and you know mood is different for everyone for me i usually my mood is pretty like i don't get like super sad i usually get my pms right before my period and on my period i'm just pretty numb and tired um again different for everyone nutrition wise flow living recommends um that you know you have foods that help keep up your iron because you're bleeding so like red meat and kidneys are super helpful adding in some seafood and mineral-rich seaweed helps replenish mineral levels that are lost, your hormone levels are at their lowest. So it's important to eat adequate calories and focus on restorative workouts. Make sure to get plenty of protein and healthy fat, um, which also helps with hormone production since your hormones are at their lowest. Um, Also, it helps to maintain muscle, like I was saying. Exercise-wise, keep your workouts relaxed, even if you're feeling fine, even if you're not feeling like excess discomfort, keep your workouts relaxed your body is asking you to not do a HIIT workout during your period. I promise you. Um, even if you're feeling fine and you're like, I'm the exception. No, in your brain, you're thinking what that means is that you're going to get faster results and actually your body will rebel. You'll have lower energy levels when it comes time for you to do those HIIT workouts and you're much less likely to put on muscle and actually show results during this time. It's more important for you to rest and get the adequate calories and still get that gentle movement in your body will be so much happier and show those results. Um, I like to do gentle walking or very light yoga is perfect during this this phase. Um, Like I said, bodies are made to move, um, but do that in a way that is listening to yourself. I also recommend communicating with your loved ones that you won't be as available this week and knowing that ahead of time and expecting those energy dips. And, you know, when all these phases come together, what cycle syncing really can do for you it's different for everybody, but the things that have helped me most with cycle syncing, especially because I don't technically have endometriosis or anything like that, I have been planning my workouts accordingly and helping. it's been helping me listen to my body a lot more. I feel like I'm in this space in my life where I'm trying to step outside of patriarchal norms and make space for myself as a woman existing, knowing that I do not have to operate like a man and I should stop trying to force my body and brain to do that. So that's just helped me um, learn how to train in the gym like a woman. Um, I have only just begun this in the past few months, like I said, but so far I'm seeing amazing results in terms of increased energy. I do not have to force myself to take pre-workout anymore, which is incredible. It's gotten me out of this caffeine funk that I was in. I literally could not work out without pre-workout. Um, and I was 
always tired and uninspired and that stuff can be really bad for you when you're doing it all the time it can put you into adrenal fatigue and um that's a whole other concept but adrenaline fatigue can burn you out so quickly and make you more prone to like um symptoms of adhd and all that stuff um and i was i was experiencing that so i was like how do i get off of this pre-workout and this has helped me so much um I've learned how to listen to what my body wants and plan workouts that I genuinely enjoy and that my body is craving. Secondly, I've really learned how to plan my social life and social calendar better. And I highly recommend this. Um, You know, like when you make plans and you're like, oh, why did I make those plans? Now I don't want to go out. That was social me. And now blanket, but you know, blanket ball of sadness me doesn't want to go to the bar right now. (laughs) Um, And now I have to go force myself to go do things. And sometimes other times you're like, oh man, why didn't I make a plan to go out? Now I have such bad FOMO. Like, you know, lame, non-social me, anti-social me didn't make plans, but now I wish I had plans. All that stuff. That has really gone away when I learn to be like, okay, I'll be in my luteal phase this week. So I know I shouldn't make any huge plans because that's when I'm going to be a raging bitch. (laughs) I also know to plan a lot of fun stuff around my ovulatory phase or plan interviews around my follicular ovulatory phases. Um, I just really enjoy that element of no longer scheduling stuff when I know I definitely won't want to and vice versa. It's created a sense of making space for myself that I have never felt before. And I'm really so excited about this topic because I think it's just amazing to have women waking up to this concept that we don't have to function the same way as men. And I think it's interesting because there's a lot of companies, women-led specifically, that are giving women um, time off during their luteal or menstrual phases when they need it the most because fuck I don't want to go to work if that's happening to me you know I don't I can't be as productive Um, the key to this is you know being patient with yourself being gentle with uh, all of your body's processes not getting frustrated because it is beautiful it is about embracing the way that women are meant to function and learning how you function core element of this podcast right every woman is different how do you function and combating PMS with natural remedies and realizing that your PMS symptoms really do increase in intensity when you don't give them the space they need to be taken care of and, you know, the nutrients that your body needs, et cetera, et cetera. And it, I just think it's helped so much with PMS symptoms. For me, like inflammation has caused a lot of PMS symptoms. Um, if your inflammation is really high in your body, your cramps are worse. Uh, so if you're eating a lot of excess sugar processed foods, Um, If you're not getting enough sleep, if you're in adrenal fatigue, all that stuff can increase your PMS symptoms. Um, So it's just, this is all very helpful with that. And this is about reclaiming our bodies as women and reclaiming the space we take up, presenting ourselves to the world and into society without apology for the way that we function. And instead learning to live our lives in like a beautiful way that honors this incredible cycle that is in tune with nature. And it's so, so powerful. If you are interested in like more in-depth info on nutrition and exercise, anything like that. Um, I have more in my TikTok. It's linked below. Um, I have a series where I talk about cycle syncing. And if there's any questions y'all have at all, please email me. I will answer them in a podcast episode. Um, Feel free to do that anonymously or not. Um, I will be here to answer those questions. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I am honored um to have you all here listening to the podcast thank you for sticking around with all the info hopefully you can save this send this to a friend who might enjoy it give us a rating if you enjoy it and connect with me on tiktok and email or whatever you would like i'm so excited that y'all are here and as always i'm sending you my love and appreciation and i will see you next week ciao for now